Welcome to Investors Insights. Our topic today is Fed fear in deflation. I'm joined today by my distinguished colleagues, Ashley Page, Bobby Norman, and Adam Van Zant. And we've just finished having a discussion about the Federal Reserve and one of the greatest fears that they have, namely deflation. When things are at this price and a few weeks later, they're at a lower price. And so the consumer can very well go, you know what? I'm not going to buy it this week because I'm going to wait for it to be at a lower price in a few weeks. It's something that Japan has dealt with uh, since the 1990s, and it now is going to start becoming a topic based on comments made by the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell in some of his previous comments. Now, that said, though, we had an intense dialogue, and Bobby, you did a great job because the Fed chairman speaks this week. Is that correct? That is correct, Greg. Uh, actually, you know, with lawmakers unable to agree on another stimulus package, more attention is being paid uh, to what the Fed does. And this week on Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, the Fed is meeting for the final time before November's election. And so something we're watching carefully is, is to see the Fed's new economic and interest rate projections that we hope will run through 2023 and also more details of uh, the strategy to let inflation run higher to help the economy. Something that actually actually mentioned uh, in the vlog last week. So, you know, while we don't expect any specific actions by the Fed, you know, what they say could move the market this week and possibly make up for the inaction by Congress. Survey results were released last week by one of the big banks. 90% of the 860 small business owners surveyed have exhausted their funding from the Paycheck Protection Program. And they expect uh, the, to lay off more workers in the coming months. So we're already seeing some of the effectiveness of the government spending wearing off as we're starting to see bankruptcies increase, also the job, jobs recovery stalling here. And so in addition to the Fed meeting, which is going to be very important, uh, the markets could also be impacted by some of the economic reports coming out. So Tuesday, industrial production report. And then Wednesday, the big one, retail sales. Remember, 68% of our economy as consumer spending, and we'll get a good gauge on that uh, with the retail sales coming out Wednesday. So again, two reports uh, that have trended up in recent months that will be getting a lot of attention this week. And so a very important week ahead is volatility has spiked uh, the past two weeks. So we want to see some good news out of, out of the Fed and these reports coming out. Well, and, and with us approaching the election, uh, chances are slim that Congress is going to actually agree on some additional stimulus uh, you know, prior to the election, although it could possibly happen. And so basically the Fed has taken interest rates already down to zero, which we discussed in our meeting. And so a lot of things that they can do uh, to help the economy have, have already played out. Uh, you're right about the PPP money uh, already, you know, running out for a lot of groups out there. So we're now starting to get into some interesting scenarios. And, and, and I want to emphasize something here. And Adam, I want to bring you in because we're watching every sector. And so there are sectors that thrive in uh, this kind of environment. And there are sectors of the market that do not thrive in this kind of environment. So as we talk about deflation and the possibilities, as we talk about what's going on in the economy, we're not advocating or saying that we're going to see any big major uh, dips in the market. We may see more volatility, but the reality of it is we're still in a territory here where we've had some very positive, surprising news as well uh, that was unexpected. 
So Adam, talk just briefly about the trading range of the market at this point. Yeah, Greg, and you're exactly right. And you heard Bobby talk about a lot of fundamentals. So, you know, from a technical analysis side, we like to put numbers behind all these things. And the S&P closed at 33.40. So that was Friday's close. So now we're going back. We're seeing a lot of volatility, like Bobby said, in September. So now we have new resistance levels that we're looking at. Uh, 33.90 would be a breaking point. You know, we might see more of a bullish market if it breaks that point and holds that trend. We're also looking at support levels all the way down to 3,200. So if we break through that level, you know, we might see a lot of the bears come out. Um, The reason we keep up with this, just to your point, Greg, you talked about the sectors. So which sectors are going to cause disruption, you know, before the election? Right. Which one of these sectors are going to be sensitive to the election talk, to the Fed talks, and to the stimulus programs being talked about? So we're going to keep a close eye on all 11 sectors and really determine where the disruption may be coming from or which ones are going to benefit from this. Absolutely. Well, there's opportunities in in all kinds of markets, and that's what we want to emphasize in in this situation. And actually, you had positive news as well as to the way things are changing, the way business is doing business uh, with each other. Talk about that. Oh, happy to, Greg. One of the law of unintended consequences from this, which is positive, is that there are a lot of small to medium-sized companies across the United States that are getting paid faster by the larger companies that they supply. You know, the the science of it was that a lot of large manufacturers will delay their payments to companies like that. Well, guess what? We said on earlier vlogs, one thing you really have to watch is the supply chain in a pandemic. Well, a lot of the way that large manufacturers are trying to make sure that the integrity of their own supply chain stays in place is they've sped the payments up. So for a lot of these companies that are small to medium-sized suppliers, it's been a lifeline. And that's going on all across the country. So you're going to see more of that. And that's going to keep more people employed in these companies that normally would have a harder time on cash flow because they have to wait longer to get paid. That's not happening anymore, which is a, a, a good effect. Very much so. And it also emphasizes uh, that innovation makes a difference. Oh, absolutely. Uh, people are innovating. What's the best way? What's the new way? Just like here, as we do these vlogs with our clients uh, to get them this kind of information, uh, we're trying to keep them updated, give them knowledge to help them confront the fear. It also, with this whole discussion of deflation, things behind the scenes in the economy, ways to navigate the market ties into our whole philosophy of financial planning in relation to portfolio strategies to do worst case planning so that you know if you can get through that, then you should be able to do extremely well uh, as we move forward uh, should you have additional growth rates. So there's a lot of opportunities here. We just like to keep you aware of the topics and what we feel like is the real news you need to be focused on. We also do that through our social media, these vlogs, our podcast, a wide range of of ways in addition to uh, thoroughly enjoying our virtual meetings that we're having one-on-one as well as groups. So on that note, we want you to be informed. We think deflation is going to be a topic. Can interest rates go lower? They can. Uh, Do we go below zero? I think we've learned something from Europe uh, in terms of negative rates, Uh, but we are going to see over the coming months 
uh, some additional innovation and changes that will give us insight as we go towards 2021. Have a great week. We'll keep you updated as we continue moving forward and getting closer to the election. Thanks again.